Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. We're global. We're moving. And I'm coming to you live from South Florida. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. If you're in South Florida, that's Fort Lauderdale. I'm in Fort Lauderdale. I'm right smack dab in the middle of South Florida, Fort Lauderdale. Come on over on Sunday morning at 1047 a.m. Stick around till 1.30 p.m. And then keep staying because we've got a 4 p.m. I'm there all day long preaching, praying, prophesying, casting out devils and equipping you for the work of the ministry. We're going into the deep things of God. If you want your traditional prophetic church experience, what is that even? What is a traditional prophetic church experience? Show up at 1047 a.m. That is our premier worship uh, experience uh, with a prophetic encounter in the praise and worship just for you. If you want to go deeper in the things of God, show up at 1.30 or 4 o'clock. <laughs> We're going there. We're just starting the Watchman series. Hey, and you are going to be lit up by that. God is good. If you're not in the region, you can watch the first service online at ahop.online ahop.online or you even become a web church member tap into that pastoral care get your prayer answers all of that virtual life group and soon we are launching just exclusively for web church members online healing rooms online prophecy rooms hey that'll get somebody's attention amen we've never done it digitally before but we're going to start doing that for our web church members because we love you Check that out, ahop.online slash webchurch. God is good. Today's devotion is from, listen, Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. And today's devotion is titled, Jesus is Stronger Than Jezebel. Uh-oh. Jesus is Stronger Than Jezebel, yes or no? Jesus is stronger than Jezebel. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Jezebel is spoken of with such reverence, says the Lord. Don't be ignorant to this devil's devices, but don't glorify this principality in your midst. You can resist the maneuvers of Jezebel when you break agreement with it. Jesus rebuked the church at Thyatira for tolerating Jezebel. Hmm. You can't break a Jezebel assignment if you have a Jezebel alignment. Stop allowing the spirit to manipulate you, to control you, to seduce you, and otherwise wreak havoc on your life. And the Lord says, take your stand. Come on, hashtag take your stand. Take your stand. Come on, hashtag take your stand. Somebody say it. Take your stand. Jesus is more powerful than Jezebel. Never forget it. I love it. We've got a witch that's coming to our church right now. And uh, she apparently doesn't want to get saved because she won't come in during worship. She sits in her car doing witchcraft while her husband's in the sanctuary doing witchcraft. We're about to have a showdown on Sunday because ding dong, the witch is dead. I warned them twice. 
and they won't stop. And my Jesus is more powerful than this Jezebelic witch who's coming in to stir up my atmosphere. Amen. Today she said, what? Yes, I just said it. Revelation 2, 20, 1 Corinthians 15, 33, and Psalm 12, verse 2. And this prayer and the decree for today from the devotional. Father, help me break any and all Jezebel alignments in my life. Give me an intolerance and a righteous indignation regarding the Jezebel spirit. I decree flattering lips are bound together in my presence. I declare Jezebel's seduction has no power over me because my love for God guards my heart. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we thank you this morning for your goodness. We thank you for your kindness. We thank you for your mercies that are new every morning. We thank you for who you are and who you've created us to be. You created us in your very image. You have given us every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. You have made us great and precious promises. And you are not a man that you should lie or the son of man that you should repent. If you said it, you meant it. You'll do it. It'll come to pass. All we have to do is believe. So, Father, this morning, as we praise your name, we also cry out, Jesus, help our unbelief. We believe in you. Help our unbelief. We believe your holy scripture. Help our unbelief. We believe your prophetic promises. Help our unbelief. We believe our bodies will be healed. Help our unbelief. We believe this demonic oppression will be busted. Help our unbelief. Jesus, would you help us today to really truly take what you say at face value, adding nothing to it, taking nothing from it, standing on your word, believing you, believing you, believing you with everything in us, believing you even when the doubt is attacking our mind, believing you even when the fear tries to overcome us, believing you even when it doesn't seem like it could ever possibly happen. It can happen because you're that good. You are God. You are the most high God. You are the creator of the universe. You are the God who is with us all the time, everywhere. Your presence, where could we go? and flee from your presence nowhere you're everywhere 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 father thank you thank you today thank you today thank you today we're grateful for yesterday but we thank you today that you will provide for our needs on this day that you will give us the wisdom that we require on this day that you will order our steps to the place that you want us to go on this day that you will cause us to bump into blessings haha shekete on this day, that you will give us what we need this day. Tomorrow has enough trouble of its own. We're not worried about tomorrow. We're not anxious about tomorrow. We're not concerned about tomorrow. We want to live this day to the fullest. We want to live this day to the max. We want to live out loud, dream out loud, pray out loud, prophesy out loud. We want to be louder in the spirit so that the demon powers can tremble when they hear the anointed words coming out of our mouth. We're so grateful, God, that you've given us an anointing. You've given us not just any kind of anointing, not 
not some kind of store-bought anointing, not some kind of sign of the sorcerer, let me pay for the Holy Ghost anointing, but you've given us an anointing, your very own anointing, your very the demon-busting anointing, you've given it to us. Jesus walked the earth doing good and, 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 and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. You've given us a healing anointing. It's part of your very own anointing. It's not a subpar anointing. It's part of your very own anointing. Christ was the, is the, will always be the anointed one. And you have anointed us. You've given us a demon-busting anointing. You've given us a bondage-breaking anointing. <laughs> You've given us a yoke-destroying anointing. <laughs> You've given us an anointing that makes demons tremble because they know they cannot stand up to the Christ in us, to the anointed one who dwells on the inside of us, to the spirit of Christ, the hope of glory, the resurrection power dwelling on the inside of us. You have set us up to walk in complete and total and utter victory, even in the midst of the drama, even in the midst of the trauma. You'll take the trauma and turn it into a triumph, even in the midst of the pain, even in the midst of the warfare. You're able, you're able, you're able to make us stand. We can keep standing. We can keep walking. We can keep running. We can keep prophesying. We can keep casting out devils in the midst of our own warfare, in the midst of our own trial, because we know who we serve. We know who empowers us. We know whose grace is sufficient. It's the grace of God. It's the grace of God. The one true living God. Your grace is sufficient for us. We thank you, Lord. You've given us an anointing. You've given us a grace. <laughs> you've given us the anointing to serve others. And you've given us the grace to empower us to do your will. You've given us the grace of obedience, God, so that we can obey you fully, 100% every day, all the time. We know we're going to stumble. We know we're not going to get it all right. But without your grace, we need the grace of obedience. Your word tells us to do this and to do that. Your word tells us not to do this and not to do that. Your commands, though, are not burdensome. Your commandments, though, they're not burdensome. Your yoke is easy. Your burden is light. You've given us the grace of obedience so that we can obey. And so we put our will, we align our will with your word. We align our will with your grace. We align our will with your ways. We thank you, Lord, for the grace of obedience that we would not commit besetting sins anymore. Deliver us, God, from our besetting sins. He who speaks of laying aside the weights and the sin, there's the besetting sins. The besetting sins, the sins that so easily beset us, King James says, the sins that so easily beset us, those are besetting sins. Let me just tell you a quick story as a, to fuel your faith here. A.A. Allen, who was one of the greatest miracle workers of the modern age, he was seeing all these miracles. He was seeing so many miracles, not in his ministry, but in the ministry of oral robbers, in the ministry of others who were in the voice of healing movement. He was there, Jack Coe. He was looking at the miracle working anointing in the lives of others, and he'd seen a few small incidents, healings, and he said, Lord, he said, I want to work miracles. What do I have to do? And he locked himself in a closet all day in the dark, 
with God. I'm not talking about a metaphorical prayer closet. I mean, he went into a closet by himself with God. And he asked God, why can't I work these miracles? I know you've got a call on me. I know you've got an anointing. I want to see people healed. I want to see people delivered. I want to see people saved. And the Lord had him write down 13 besetting sins. And he shared, I think, 11 of them publicly. And the other two were too personal. But the Lord said, get rid of these besetting sins. The sins that so easily beset us. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, come on, who wants to work some miracles? I'm asking, who, who wants to work some miracles? Who wants to be used by God at another level? Father, would you help us? Because we know the gifts and callings are without repentance, but we don't want to stumble over our own sin when we're trying to cast out a demon that's holding somebody in bondage. We don't want to stumble over our own sin when you call us to lay hands on the sick and see them recover. We don't want to stumble over our own sin when you want us to walk in the greater works. So, Father, would you begin to show us? Come on, this is a prayer for the brave. I said, this is a prayer for the brave. I said, this is a prayer for the brave. Father, would you begin to show us our besetting sins? Some of these things, we know what they are. Maybe it's our mouth that opens and closes too much. It should stay closed more than it stays open, but it flops back and forth, blah, 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 gossip, gossip, slander, slander, criticism, criticism. Some of these besetting sins, we're not unaware of these sinful habits. We're not unaware of things that we do that don't please you, and we try to get through it. We try to get over it. Some people don't even try. Well, Father, would you help us show us Show us those things that even we can't see and help us to overcome the things we know and the things we don't know. The sins of omission and the sins of commission. Help us, Lord, to see, to be acutely aware, not unto condemnation, but unto conviction that brings breakthrough. A conviction always brings or always comes before breakthrough. I said conviction always comes before breakthrough. I said, conviction always comes before breakthrough. I said, conviction always comes before breakthrough. Not always a conviction of sin, but a conviction of who God is or a conviction of something else that we need to do that we didn't see. So, Father, we want to be free from besetting sins today. Come on, this is a grown-up call. We want to be free of besetting sins today. We don't want to be in bondage to a sin that we don't even see, uh-oh. We don't want to be in bondage. We don't want to be uh, oppressed by sin that we can't even see. We don't even discern it. We're not sure we're doing it. Maybe it's even in our bloodline. Maybe it's even in our spiritual, in our, in our maybe they're DNA writers, the bloodline, the generational curses. Father, help us, help us. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. 
the Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at GlobalPropheticCenter.com. gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. to see what's holding us back from the greater works. I prophesied, you told me, we were entering into an age of miracles. We want to be part of that age. We want to lay hands on the sick and see them recover. We want to see blind eyes open. We want to see the dead and dumb spirit loose people. We want to see it. We want to see it. We want to see it, not just on TV. We want to work the miracles. We want to work the works, the greater works. So, Father, help us to be a a vessel, a vessel, a vessel that is meat for the master's use. We don't want to be vessels of bronze. We want to be vessels of gold, purified by fire, seven times, completely purified, consecrated, sanctified. I know it's little by little, Lord. I know it's little by little, Lord. I know it's little by little, and I know these are scary prayers because the trying of our faith is what perfects us. But we don't want to stay in the shallow end of your spirit anymore, God. We know that you love us. Even if we keep these besetting sins, we're still saved. We keep repenting. We keep doing the same dumb things over and over. But you love us and your grace is sufficient where sin abounds. Grace does much more abound. It's not a license to sin. But it's a revelation that when we stumble, God is there. and He's not rejecting us. He'll never leave us or forsake us. But we don't want to live and we don't want to swim in the kiddie pool anymore. We don't want to swim in the kiddie pool anymore. We don't want to swim in the shallow end of the pool anymore. It's not even sufficient for us to go into the deep end, even the mega Olympian pool with the 15-foot depth. Or we want to swim out in the ocean where you would have to grab us and keep us and hold us. We want our faith to take us somewhere new, somewhere different. We want our faith to take us somewhere that our eye has not seen and our ear has not heard. We want our faith to take us to a place where we couldn't even imagine it. But we know that these besetting sins are besetting us. They're holding us back. They're keeping us from things that you want to show us. The sins in our eyes from watching trash on TV. The sins in our ears from listening to gossip and not confronting it and being being party to it. 
The sins of our mouth, the critical spirit. We think we're discerning, but we're just criticizing. And these things are holding us back from the highest calling. So, Father, help us to tame our tongue. David said, my eyes will not look on any worthless thing. Help us, Lord, to stop looking at things that have no eternal value, looking at things that actually defile our eyes. Help us to stop listening to things that defile our ears. Help us to stop speaking things that release the power of death over our lives, over the lives of others. We don't want to operate at a low level anymore. We all have an anointing. We're all little anointed ones. Help us, Lord, to steward the anointing that you've given us with wisdom. Help us, Lord, not to let fear get in the way of what you want to do through us because we're too scared to step out. We're too scared to release our faith and pray for that sick person on the street or in the workplace. We're too afraid. Break that fear off of us because you didn't give it to us and we don't want it. You didn't give us a spirit of fear and so we don't want it. You gave us a spirit of power. You gave us a spirit of love. You gave us a spirit of a sound mind. We accept that. We embrace that. But a sound mind is about a fear. And resurrection power is about a fear. <laughs> and love doesn't bow to fear. But love will cast out fear. Perfect love will cast out fear because fear has torment. So help us to steward the anointing that you've given us because we're not here forever. We live forever, but we're not on this earth forever. And even when we're caught up into glory, even when we pass away into eternity, this earth will pass away and we'll see a new heaven and a new earth. It'll be like nothing we've ever seen before. But we won't need that anointing then. <laughs> we won't need the same kinds of tools that we use in this age. So help us, Lord, to be good stewards of the manifold grace of God, the manifold wisdom of God, the manifold anointing of God. Help us, Lord, to understand that our time on this earth is short and that you've given us a purpose, your word. You've given us a reason to be here or you would have taken us away. And we want to fulfill that destiny. We want to fulfill that purpose. We want to stand before you in that day, the judgment day, and hear you say, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord. But Father, help us to enter into your joy now because we know that the joy of the Lord is our strength. And we've got to tap into that joy because the enemy has been loosed in the earth at such a level of magnitude that it's just, it's just, it's hard some days, Lord. So help us to continue to press and keep on pressing. Help us to walk worthy of our calling. Help us to be a people who are not afraid to step out when you say go. Who are not afraid to run ahead when you say run. Not, ahead, not afraid of the assignment, but confident in our God. Confident in our God. The God who told us to go will give us the strength to go and keep on going. That the God who sends us forth will give us the anointing to break the demon powers that are trying to break us. Help us, Lord, today to walk in such a way that we glorify your name in the earth. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, let's keep praying. I want to teach you, I want to cry out regarding the, the unlimited resources of God because some of you I know, and don't get mad at me, but it's almost an excuse. Well, I don't have what I need to do what God called me to do. <laughs> I don't have what I need to do what God called me to do. Well, you might not have it yet, but you'll extend your faith and you'll get it. 
So it's not an excuse. We're here for a reason, for a purpose. And it's not just so you can pay your bills. That's not the essence of your existence is to work and pay your bills. That's not the essence of your existence. Those things must be done, but there's a higher calling on your life. And we must learn how to tap into God's unlimited resources because there's a lot of work to do. And we have to work while it's light because soon the night is coming when no man can work. These are the words of Christ. I'm going to read you a scripture as I always do. I'm going to read you a few scriptures today. And then we're going to cry out for these scriptures to manifest and the revelation to get to us. Okay. Ephesians 3.16. This is the New Living Translation. Ephesians 3.16. This was the apostolic prayer of Paul the Apostle. How many of you think that Paul the Apostle got his prayers answered? (laughs) Probably more than we do. (laughs) Because he had such a revelation of Jesus. Paul said this in Ephesians 3.16. I pray, so this was a prayer, that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Now, this is where it starts. We think it starts with the external. We think it starts with what's on the outside. Give me a raise at work. Uh, you know, let my stocks, you know, increase in value. Uh, you know, let that inheritance money come to me so I can buy my new house. We think all of this starts from the outside. And that's probably why many Christians don't walk in unlimited resources because they're looking to the external instead of looking at the internal. Paul prayed that from Christ's glorious riches, glorious unlimited resources, rather, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. See, if you have strength in your inner man, you can do just about anything. If you have strength in your inner man, you can have mental strength that'll only take you so far. You can have intellectual strength that will only take you so far. You can have, you know, money in your pocket that will only take you so far. We must begin to tap into God's glorious unlimited resources that empower us with inner strength, inner strength, inner man strength. The Passion Translation puts it this way. And I pray that he, who is he, Jesus Christ, would unveil within you the unlimited riches of his glory and favor until supernatural strength floods your innermost being with his divine might and explosive power. I'm going to read that again. What a scripture. I pray, Paul prayed, that he would unveil within you. That means There's something in you that you're not seeing and it must be unveiled. You know what that something is? Holy Ghost. The unlimited riches of his glory are already in you. The power that raised Christ from the dead is already in you. Christ, the hope of glory, is already in you. Jesus says, when you please the Lord, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost will make their abode in you. They'll dwell in you. If you had this revelation, you would never lack a thing again. I pray that he would unveil within you the unlimited riches of his glory and favor until, so we get such a revelation that supernatural strength floods your innermost being with his divine might and explosive power. See, if you, if, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. But when God strengthens you in his inner man through his unlimited resources, you will not faint. You will fight. I said, you will not faint. You will fight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
You will not faint. You will fight. You will fight in the spirit to get what belongs to you in the natural. You have to understand that God is an unlimited God and he, he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. The silver is his and the gold is his. And you've got a metaphorical heavenly bank account where there's resources and riches that God has stored up for you, but you pull them down by your faith. You have to understand there's no dearth in heaven. There's no recession, depression, economic crisis in heaven. We pull down what we need by faith. But if we don't have an understanding of his unlimited resources, we'll have a scarcity mindset. See, I've developed and am developing an abundance mindset. That means I'm not concerned about competition. I'm happy to promote other people's products. Why? Because I know there's enough to go around for everybody and we want to edify the body. So father, would you help us? Because your word says also in Ephesians 3.30, now to him that is able to, to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. See, it's starting from the inside, guys. It's starting from the inside. It's starting from the inside. It's starting from the inside. So Father, would you give us a revelation? Because we need to be strengthened by your spirit in our inner man. Would you give us a revelation of Christ in us, the hope of glory? Would you give us a revelation of the power to create wealth and the witty inventions that you download to our spirit, not our soul, but our spirit? Would you help us, Lord? Would you unveil within us the unlimited riches of your glory and your favor? And favor releases finances. I said favor releases Finances. I could tell you story after story of my life. I said, favor releases finances. I remember many years ago, I was working for this startup company and doing some of their marketing copywriting. And they sort of, there was two partners there. One was named Doug and the other was named Michael. And they split ways because Doug just couldn't deal with it anymore. But Doug kept in touch with me and he got a massive, massive contract with Microsoft. Massive. And I was making about a thousand dollars an hour on this contract because I had favor with Doug because I stuck with Doug. God said, follow Doug, not Michael. I had a choice. Would I stay in the company where Michael was paying me currently or would I follow Doug into his new venture? And Doug contacted me, said, you still with me? I said, I am. And I made so much money. And I told Doug, I said, I'm trying to be debt free and I'm trying to buy a property. And he said, well, but through this contract, you're going to do that. I'm trying to help you do that. Now, this man wasn't even a believer. See, when we understand, when we have a revelation that <laughs> there's unlimited riches of his glory and favor, we will have a different mindset on how we deal with the world, how we deal. God will use unbelievers to bless you. And because of favor, I was talking to Cindy Jacobs about this yesterday off, off camera because of this favor came my, came faith for finances for me because I knew I had the favor of God and that gave me faith to step out in finances. Now that's not all you get, but that's one of the big things. So father, would you help us because you've given us the power to create wealth to establish your covenant in the earth. And your word says that you are able to do exceedingly abundantly all that we 
ask or think according to the power that works within us. So would you help us, Lord, to begin to tap into the power within us instead of trying to tap into our mental facilities only? We need our mental facilities, but we need the power that works within us. We need a revelation of the unlimited riches of your glory and favor so that supernatural strength floods our innermost being with divine might and explosive power that pushes back the enemy that's trying to steal, kill, and destroy our lives, our finances, our families. Father, we thank you today. 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 We thank you today for that favor, for the unlimited riches of your glory. And would you help us, Lord, to start being more generous, to stop being so stingy, to stop having this lack mentality. Would you break this lack mentality off of our minds, please? Would you break it? Have We, have, we want to have an abundance mindset. There is plenty to go around. I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his children begging bread. There's plenty of bread for everybody. There's plenty of opportunity for everybody. There's plenty of increase for everybody. There's plenty of promotions for everybody. Sometimes we just need to grow up and agree with you and stop scratching and clawing and fighting and competing for what you would freely give us if we just believe and walk in love. My God, that was a mouthful. Did you hear that? (laughs) Did you hear that? That was a mouthful. Jesus, Jesus, your word tells us in Luke 6, 38, 39, give and it will be given to you. And somehow we think we can skirt that process. Somehow we think that we can be stingy and you're still going to pour out, you know, freely and liberally. I don't think so. That's not how your word works. Your word says that we will reap what we sow. We will reap more than we sow. I mean, we will, we will, yeah, we will, we will reap more than we sow. That's right. We will reap more than we sow. But then we don't want to sow because we want to, we want to just have it fall on an angel, bring it, bring something to the mailbox. Help us to catch this. Have an abundance mindset. There's no lack in the kingdom. I could tell you stories, but I won't do that. But your word tells us, Lord, give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Men will give into your bosom for with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. And Paul says, if you give so sparingly, you'll reap sparingly. But if you sow generously, you'll reap generously. And Paul said, God will not be mocked. Whatever a man sows, that will he will also reap. And Luke said, with the, Jesus said, with the measure you use, it would be measured to you. Are you getting the picture? So we have to get strong enough in our inner man where we're not afraid to obey the Lord in the area of giving. We have to get strong enough in our inner man where we're not afraid to obey the Lord when he says transition out of that hellish job. I've got a better one for you. We have to be obedient to the Lord strong enough in our inner man where we can obey him or whatever he tells us to do. (laughs) So, Father, help us today in Jesus name. Amen. Help us today in Jesus name to overcome this lack mentality, this poverty spirit, this fear of lack. In Jesus' name, and help us today unveil within us the unlimited riches of your glory and favor until supernatural strength floods your innermost being with your divine might and explosive power so that when you give us the harvest and the enemy tries to steal it, we'll pop him right in the nose and he won't take one more thing from us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Some of you might want to sow today into this word, especially if you have that lack mentality. Listen, you've got to break that. I used to have that. 
I used to have that. Why? Because I lost everything. I was falsely accused of a crime I did not commit. I was put in jail for 40 days. They wanted to put me in prison for five years. And I had to spend every penny I had saved. I'd saved $70,000 at the age of uh, 30. And I, I had everything, everything I saved to, have, to get this attorney that was good enough to, to, to prove my innocence. And he did. But when I came out of that, I had nothing. So at 30 years old, I was making $3,000 a week. I'd saved $70,000 and I was doing great. And then this happened and I ended up on food stamps and I developed out of that a lack mentality. I'd never had that before. My whole life, I never had a lack mentality. I was never concerned about being poor until I was. And that marked me for many years. I couldn't shake it. I was always afraid that I would run out. And I had to break that. And how I broke that was by sowing and watching God continue to bless me. 13 months later, God restored a lot of what I had. It took him a few more years to give me more than what I had. It's called double for your trouble and triple for your trial. But I had to keep sowing my way through and trusting God. And some of you need to do the same thing. And your tithes should go to your church. But if you want to sow an offering today, you should do that. Remembering that give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Men shall give into your bosom. If that's you today, I want to spend the next 30 seconds telling you how you can sow. You can sow into missions. You can sow into missions and you can actually uh, be a partner in our missions uh, uh, efforts. It's called Operation Liberation, jenniferleclair.org slash missions. You can sow at cash app, dollar sign prophetic books. Cash app is dollar sign prophetic books. PayPal is paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Text to give is uh, text the word pray to 754-701-2161. You can use the PO Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. And I will see you on tomorrow. Have a great day, guys. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible. 